What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 196 in the high. What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in, whether you're on the YouTubes or your favorite podcasting apps. Much love and what's really good. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing out there? Hope everybody's staying safe, staying safe, all that good shit. And yeah, man, we had a fucking a lot of shit dropped this week. Some news that came out this week. Bunch of shit. And uh, yeah, just thank you for tuning in. Much fucking love. Thank you for the love on last week's episode. And yeah, let's stop fucking dicking around. And get right into new music, shall we? New music. One of the illest tracks to drop this week. Gmo Ski with his new single, The Missing Link. This shit is fire. If you want that lovey-dovey shit, go listen to Drake. The fuck else did he say? If you want that conscientious shit, go listen to Ye. And if you want that filth, listen to motherfucking Gmo, because that's what this shit is. Fire. Love the production on here. I don't know who did the beat, but Gmo bodied this motherfucking track. Love the artwork for it as well. Gmo Ski saying that he's going to release a song every single month this year. And uh, he's staying true to it because the, the video for The Missing Link Reached 20,000 views in just a couple days. He dropped the artwork for his next single, Doomed to Repeat. That'll be dropping, presumably, well, now we're in May, so this month. He dropped that missing link at the very last second in April. We are now in May. So Doomed to Repeat will be dropping sometime this month. Maybe a video to go with it. Did he say that a music video will accompany every song? That he releases. I don't remember off the top of my head. But. Gmo. Staying busy. Sticking true to his promise. So far. Of releasing a song every month. I believe that was the second or third one. Right? If I'm not mistaken. So yeah. Shout out to Gmo for fucking killing that shit. Uh, Probably my favorite song. That dropped as a single. This past week. My favorite album. That dropped this past week. Zarface. Zarmageddon. Man, it feels good to like have Zarface back in prime form on this new album. This album is fire. This is, in my opinion, or I should just say, this is my favorite album that they've dropped since Fistful Apparel. That was their third album. Then they had the they did an album with MF Doom, one with Ghostface Killer, another one with Doom. Then they dropped uh, The Odds Are Against Us, which Inspect the Deck was only on like half that album, but Zarmageddon, the INS, is on every song on here. Features from Cool Keith. And this, I mean, th- this album's fucking dope. I'm pulling it up right now on my Apple playlist. So I could run through the track list real quick. If you haven't peeped out Zarface based on any of my recommendations before, start with this album. Fuck it. Why not? Because this shit is it's really fucking good. The Zarkeys killed the production on here. Shout out to 7L as well. 
but he absolutely killed the production on this album. Uh, the other features on this album, Lion Eye and Frankie Pulitzer. The only track I'm not really feeling on this album is probably the last song, Logan 5. But I've only listened to this album, I think, three times over the weekend. And it's just my least favorite song. I don't know if I don't like it or not, but my least favorite. My favorite track on this album, though, favorite beat, everything, INS, ES, they both kill it on here. Walk Through Walls is fire. That might go down as one of my favorite Zarface songs ever. Love that shit. Just absolutely fucking killed it. 7L destroyed the beat on that shit. I love... There's a couple tracks on here where the beat switches up. And Walk Through Walls is one of them. And I forget what the other one was. Might have been Can It Be? Or maybe Bob Lazar. I love the play on words with Zarface as well. But there was a couple beat switch-ups on this album for a couple songs. And those were fucking fire as well. But man, Zarface back in prime form. Their best since A Fistful of Peril. In my personal opinion, you got to peep Zarface. Inspect the deck. 7L Esoteric. Absolutely fucking killed it on here, man. Very pleasantly surprised with this album. I'll say that. After the last couple releases, you know, I've said before, you know, I'm not the biggest MF Doom fan, so those MF Doom collabs were just, you know, not really my thing. R.I.P. to Doom, uh, the Ghostface album, it was okay. The odds are against us. Like, INS was, Inspected Deck wasn't even on half that album. But this shit right here, man, these dudes are still killing it. And to think, like, that they're even still putting out music. 7L Esoteric, Inspected Deck. I thought that first album was just going to be like, like we were just going to get some one-off album type shit. But, man, these dudes are on, what, three, four, five? their seventh album maybe maybe eighth but i thought this was going to be a one and done project back in what 2013 they dropped their first one but they stay fucking out here fucking pumping out new music pumping out the new merch and absolutely killing it man you know i think to myself how i would like a new 7l and esoteric album but if they put out quality music like zarmageddon I don't even need it. Even though I would like it, I don't need it. But go peep Zarface's Armageddon. It's really good. Really good. You know, they borderline that nerd rap type shit. But they get it the fuck in. Esoteric, one of the most underrated dudes. Inspected Dak, probably the most Probably the most underrated in Wu-Tang. Like, that dude fucking just destroys, like, everything he did in Wu-Tang. But yeah, go peep that shit if you haven't already. Let's get into some wicked shit that dropped this past week. Jay Reno, the sadist. Who remembers when Jay Reno was going by the sadist? Horrorcore.com forums, motherfucker. Jay Reno is back. His first album, I believe, in two years. This is the EP with Respond, and this EP is fire. So good. Jay Reno absolutely killed it on here. The production is 
not done by him. I'm looking it up to see who did do the production on this album. But it is absolutely fire. Um, Wicked shit at its finest. Boom bap wicked shit at its finest. Produced by Fumes the Threat. And this is just front to back wicked shit. Six tracks, seven tracks. I'm sorry. Seven tracks, 20 minutes. Short listen. The first song is an intro. That's like 42 seconds. So really six tracks coming in about 19 minutes. Short listen, but a banger. Banger. You like that boom bap wicked shit like Zool hasn't been known to do? Um, Peep out the new Jay Reno. He absolutely killed it on this shit. This dude, I love this dude's voice. His cadence on the mic, all that shit. Like, he just kills it, man. Like, when Jay Reno... Is Jay Reno one of those dudes... If he says he's going to punch you in the face or some shit, I believe it. I believe it. I believe he will punch you in the fucking head if he said when he says it. <laughs> but he absolutely killed it. If you like the wicked shit, and I know you do, because you're listening to the Beneath the Dirt podcast, go peep out that new Jay Reno. Whether you've heard his shit before or not, it's definitely worth the listen. Another track. Now, this next song I'm going to talk about didn't come out this week. This song actually came out over a month ago, and I had no idea. I had no fucking idea, but... Cut Calhoun dropped a song called Last One Left. Now, why didn't I know? Well, that's pretty easy to figure out, because if you remember a while back, his Instagram got hacked, and his Facebook got got hacked. So we haven't heard anything from Cut Calhoun because whoever's holding those pages hostage ain't posting anything on there. Or if they are, if it's all spam shit, maybe I unfollowed it. But I just happened to... I was on YouTube, and I am subscribed to Cut Calhoun on YouTube. And I saw that he did a live stream. I'm like, wait, Cut did a live stream? And he's talking about the new song. He's got new music in the works and all this shit. And I'm like, new song? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, last one left dropped like a month ago. He does have a new Instagram account. If you go follow his new Instagram account, it's the underscore only underscore cut Calhoun is his new Instagram account. It only has 264 followers. So go follow that shit. His new Instagram account. I don't know if he has a new Facebook or not. He is up on YouTube. He says new music is coming. This new track, the last one, um, last one left, is is a, is a dope track, man. I mean, Cut Calhoun was always one of those dudes on Strange Music or just in general that always was pretty consistent with dropping good music, and ain't no difference here. You know, he's been, it's been a while since he left Strange and been doing his own thing. His last album, uh, I don't remember what that album was called. Last one, no, last one left is the new single. Um, see if I can look it up though, real quick on Apple Music. But it's been a few years since uh his last album that he dropped 
which was Truth Be Told. And that was in 2019. So three years ago since an album from Cut. It's been a minute. And yeah. So go follow his new Instagram account. The underscore only underscore Cut Calhoun on Instagram. I know he's following people back. If you do follow and he's got new music coming. So if you were a fan of Cut at any point. This might have slipped on on your fucking underneath the radar for you because it definitely slipped on mine. I had no idea until like four or five days ago. Crazy shit. That cut is back dropping new music, you know. Another thing I was thinking of a couple days ago, speaking of cut, you know, watching new live footage from Tech Nine and him performing on stage dolo, no hype men. At all. Remember in the very beginning, that shit was Tech Nine, Chris Calico, Cut Calhoun, and Grant Rice. Who remembers Grant Rice from back in the day, the angelic days and early absolute power days? Who remembers that guy? And then Grant Rice fucking disappeared. No idea what happened to that guy. And then it was Cut and Chris hyping for tech for the longest time. And then at one point, Cut was like, "I'm sick being a, I'm sick of being a hype man. I want my solo shit to stand out." And then he stopped hyping for Tech, was doing his solo shit, and then eventually left Strange. And then it was just Tech and Chris, and then Chris left Strange. Now it's just Tech on stage. Like I always say, Strange. It's a lot different than what it was back in the day. But I mean, shit. Times change, and it just kind of is what it is. But it's just crazy that at one point, you know, I seen cut hype for a tech man, tech tech nine mad times on the Ever Ready tour, fucking the All Sixes and Seven store, which is probably my favorite tour. That shit was fucking nuts, just because I loved that album so much when it came out. But man, go peep that new cut. I think that's the bottom line on that one. Go peep the new cut because it's absolutely fucking fire. Now, if you remember about a month ago, Loki posted up an image, three masks or three faces, neon sermon coming May 1st, 2022. Well, I'm recording this May 1st, 2022 at 5.01. 5-1 for the month and day, 5-0-1 for the time. That's fucking kind of crazy. But Neon Sermon is here. The new group consisting of Low Key, Batty Bat, and Crux One. Their new single, Godzilla, is out now. There's a music video to accompany this song. And the music video, yo. Loki stay just putting out top quality shit. Loki's known for putting out quality stuff, whether it be the merch, music, music videos, graphics. He does his own graphics, whatever else. You can always expect quality shit from Loki. And the video for this Godzilla track is I'm not bullshitting. One of the best videos in the Wicked Underground, Horrorcore, Wicked Shit scene. 
that I've ever seen. Like the quality on this shit is top notch. Like this is some super professional looking shit. The video is fire. I love this video. I love the visuals. I love the colors, the fucking, the new masks that they're rocking. Loke, Batty, Crux. That shit is, that shit looks so good. So go peep this new single. The video is fucking fire. Now, the song itself, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of the song. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the single itself. The actual music for this Godzilla track. Loki Crux 1 just rapping, chopping their asses off. Da, 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 mad fast. Batty Bat doing her fucking screaming thing on the hook. She, uh, her feature was, you know, I saw someone ask, you know, is she even really in the group? She was barely even on the song, but hey, maybe that was just what that one song called for. Who knows? I know Loke said this has been a year and a half in the planning and they finally executed this plan with this single and video and it's fire, man. At least the video is super fire. The song... It's a, uh, it's okay. I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm just not the biggest fan of it. But you got to peep it, at least for the visuals. Because, I'm, like I said, I'm not kidding that this is one of the best music videos I've seen in this scene in a long-ass time. It's fucking fire. So go peep that shit. Low-key, Batty Bat, Crux 1. Neon Sermon, the new single Godzilla is out now. It just dropped today. So yeah, go peep that shit if you haven't already. But let's get into some, let's get into some, a uh, little bit of Twisted. Twisted! <laughs> Excuse me. A little bit of Twisted news. Uh... We talked about last week, the Nickelback EP, last week. Five tracks, one of them being an intro, and two songs being a remix, and then two brand new songs. So, out of this five-track EP from the Nickelback EP that was released exclusively at the Electric Lettuce Show at Astronomicon last week, we got two brand new songs, two remixes. The two new songs... High Life and The Clouds Outside, they're both they're both dope. Like, if you like Twisted on their Smoke and Get High shit, these two new tracks are fucking fire. Hydro Bong Water Remix, I enjoy this remix. I will always like the OG version of Hydro that appeared on the Green Book with Lazy Bone the most out of any version. This song's been remixed. And then there's like an OG version of it. I believe this is like the OG version without Lazy Bone. There's like different verses on here and it's remixed and it's all produced by Fritz and Fritz killed the production on the CP. Can't lie. Um, and I fucks with it. You know, it's the OG version of Hydro. Like I said, with the different lyrics and whatnot. Remixed. Uh, the Let's Get High remix not really a fan of it. I prefer the OG version much better. It was like it was such a mellow song, and that was on Life's Question Marks, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
And this remix like is more up tempo and I wasn't really feeling it. So three out of the four tracks, you know. Nice little EP from Twisted. Can't really fucking complain. But yeah, if you haven't peeped it out, I don't even know if it's on YouTube yet. Still, all I know is I have it and I've heard it. And, uh, you know, minus the Let's Get High remix, the shit was dope. And then we talked about last week at Astronomicon, Twisted was had the 25 years of Twisted panel. And they had, I guess you could call him the, the interviewer, basically going over the 25 years of Twisted. Uh, to be honest, it's a lot of the same shit that we've heard before, but it's, you know, much like fucking ICP and all that. It's always fun to just listen to these fucking guys talk. So nothing crazy new was revealed other than when it was when the solo albums were brought up, you know, Chainsmoker and Fatso. Uh, Monoxide had revealed, I don't know if this was public knowledge before or not. This, is, this was new to me. But he had said that, um, you know, he during that time, like right before Chainsmoker had came out, he had received a, a notice from the court saying that he had owed $45,000 in back child support and <laughs> that, uh, you know, he needed to fucking pay this shit up and or, you know, had to go to court, face fucking whatever. And that he went to Alex Abyss, the OG, the CEO of Psychopathic Records, and went to Alex and said, look, if you give me 50 grand, you cut me a $50,000 check, I'll give you an album in two weeks. And that's what he did. So, according to Monoxide, he had to come up on fucking 45 G's real quick to pay some fucking child support. Um... And recorded this, did this album in two weeks. And I prefer Chain Smoker over Fat, so I've I've said that numerous times. But that bit of news was interesting to me. You know, first, why wasn't the motherfucker paying child support? But hey, he got that check from Alex, gave him Chain Smoker in return, and uh, yeah, I thought that was probably the most interesting thing that was spoken about in the twenty five years of Twisted seminar panel whatever the fuck um like i said a lot of the same same stuff you know they talked about how they were disappointed in how abominations was promoted and released how they learned from icp and psychopathic records to do business what to do what not to do and you know put it to action with you know magic ninja now and like i said even though nothing crazy was talked about, it's still fun to listen to those guys talk. It was good shit. And, uh, you know, at one point the interviewer was talking about, you know, what was the most slept on album or maybe most disliked album that Twisted put out. And they said, and they've said this before, Mutant. Mutant is the most slept on and most hated on Twisted record. Now, I've gone on record saying that Mutant is my least favorite or was my least favorite twisted album. It's definitely down there. And for the majority of it, I definitely don't enjoy it. Although the remixed and remastered version is better. If you haven't heard that shit, go peep it. The remixed and remastered version is better. 
but they did talk about it. And I just happened to be perusing the Bull Moose website. Shout out to Bull Moose, my favorite record store. Can I get a sponsor, please? And I was looking for, because they had Record Store Day last week, I was curious to see if Bull Moose had already sold out of the Record Store Day um, record that Twisted put out. And I just happened to come across Mutant. And it was available for pre-order. And I'm like, why the fuck is Mutant available for pre-order? And I looked, I clicked on it, and I saw it. And it said, Silver Cassette. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dropping June 3rd. And I'm like, and if you look, it says Twisted 25th Anniversary. So it looks like, possibly, that we might be getting re-releases for certain albums that Twisted actually owns Masters to during this year of the 25th Anniversary Celebration of Twisted. I'm going to speculate that now only because we're seeing this. And I'm only going to speculate that it's the masters that they own because we didn't see one for most tasteless freak show or mirror mirror. Wait, they did do green book, but they did just release green book a few years ago, but they also fucking re-released twisted or mutant a few years ago as well. This is why it's kind of confusing, but we are getting a a silver cassette. Not only are we getting a silver cassette, but we're getting a white, vinyl as well dropping also june 3rd this year uh white vinyl 2lp so possibly gatefold i don't know yet hopefully gatefold hopefully right because when the vinyl stuffed into fucking two vinyl stuffed into one sleeve ain't the best but whatever regardless a vinyl and then not only a fucking cassette vinyl we're also getting a fucking CD. No word if this is the same CD that was released a couple years ago when they had when they had did uh the remixed and remastered version. They also repressed the version that was on Psychopathic minus the DVD. They didn't press the DVD. So CD, vinyl, and cassette of Mutant, arguably, or maybe not so arguably. Twisted's worst record. How many versions of Mutant do we need? Like, seriously. I don't know, man. But, regardless, we're just going to have to see how the other releases are going to go. As this 25-year Twisted 25th anniversary is going on, you can pre-order this on the Bull Moose website. You can also pre-order on Amazon. Probably any other record store. If it was available on Bull Moose, probably available at fucking Amoeba, Zia Records, all that shit. Shout out to the independent record stores that are still alive and kicking today. And shout big shout out to Bull Moose. Again, my favorite record store. Can I get a sponsorship, please? Maybe? 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 I don't know. But yeah. Mutant is getting yet another re-released. Because nobody asked for it. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much, man. I don't know. But how much mutant do we fucking need? It's it's cool because of the 25-year Twisted Celebration thing. It's too bad we didn't get... I mean, they did re-release Most Tasteless 
a few years back for the 20th anniversary of Twisted. You know, they had to do it through VIP packs and mystery bundles through their website because they don't own the masters or the rights to the album. So they were like, hey, you buy this mystery shit, who knows what you'll get? And it ended up being some most tasteless shit. So they did re-release that. Freak Show did get a vinyl re-release a while back. That might be out of print now. What was after Freak Show? Mira Mira. Mira Mira did get a CD re-release a few years ago, if you remember. I believe they played Mira Mira in its entirety at a Attack of the Ninja show, if I remember correctly. And it was re-released on CD through a VIP pack. Again, it, through a VIP pack. I believe it was advertised as a mystery CD. Green Book, they did get the masters for Green Book. We did see a re-release for that on CD, cassette, and vinyl. Bunch of different versions. And, you know, now we're up to the Mansmith Mutant Era in the 25 years of Twisted merch drops that they're doing. And it's looking like, you know, we're no official word from M&E or Twisted on this Mutant re-release yet. So we just have, we have to wait and see. Who knows? But it is available for pre-order, and it's looking like it's a fucking actual thing. Too bad Mutant didn't get a re-release, right? Too bad they couldn't secure the rights. I mean, to all their music, but Mutant to me is kind of a slept-on record. Again, maybe not their best record, but Mutant was it's some fucking gems. Not a Mutant, Man's Myth. Not one of their best records, but there's bangers on there. And, yeah. We'll just have to wait and fucking see, I guess. Keeping it Magic Ninja related. Uh, Anniversary for this week, album anniversary for this week, would be Boondox's Pumpkinhead. The EP that he dropped on Psychopathic Records in 2017 on May 1st. And, uh, yeah. Happy birthday to Pumpkinhead from Boondocks. And I like doing this little anniversary segment on this shit. Now, I don't remember Pumpkinhead too much. But I felt like, if I remember correctly, Pumpkinhead was like a little bit of an improvement from The Harvest. And then by the time Crimson Creek came out, like, to me, Crimson Creek is like, the boondocks like uh what do you call it the uh not holy grail that's not the fucking word but i know there's a word for like basically his best album to me is crimson creek and uh pumpkin head was a nice little segue into that shit and happy birthday to the pumpkin head ep it had the seven remix on there one of boondocks best songs i love that track from the scarecrow himself but yeah 15 years of Pumpkinhead, like, I say it all the time, these album anniversaries make me feel old as shit, man, they really do, like, (laughs) it's like, I I was around 15 years ago when that album dropped, I mean, shit, we're at the point where 20 years ago I was around for when albums dropped, like, god fucking damn, more than half my life has been dedicated to this underground wicked shit, juggalo culture, and I feel old than a motherfucker. Man, I need me a walker. Probably going to need a wheelchair in a couple years. 
Might need one me need me one of those uh electric chairs to get up and down in my mom's basement. You know what I mean? Gonna be needing that soon, actually. Just be scooting the fuck up on out of here like Peace out. You know what I mean? Goodbye. Slowly going up the stairs as my geriatric cat beats me up the stairs. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, to keep it a little bit uh, M&E related, former m and &E artist Clockwork with his new group Them Chains dropped their new single called Sinner. They dropped the video with it as well. And this shit is fire. Now, Them Chains is like more of a mainstream approach to music, if you will. It's not that underground shit like Gorilla Voltage was or the Damn Dirty Apes when he was with Mr. Gray. But I dig it, man. Clockwork be killing it. Uh, his producer, Tomas, I believe is his name, be fucking killing it as well. And the video is fire. Another top quality, top notch quality video coming from them chains. Like their visuals that they've been putting out as well, killing it. And Clockwork be doing the editing, editing, right? Is that the correct word? On all the music videos. So go peep out uh, Them Chains, the new single, Sinner. There's a video for it as well, and it's just, it's good shit, man. If you like good music, then you like this, because it's fucking fire, man. It really is. Ah, man, we just fucking moving right along this week. Let's get into some ICP news. ICP will be back on Twitch tonight. As far as I'm... Recording this again, as far as this recording goes, uh, they're scheduled to be back on Twitch tonight, Monday, May 2nd, with a night with the crystal die where they'll let the magical 20-sided die decide their fates for the night. Why don't they have a 17-sided die? Is that even possible? I don't know, but why don't, why isn't it 17, you know, 17, I don't fucking know. But they'll be back tonight, May 2nd, 9 p.m. on Twitch for a night with the 20-sided die. It's been a minute. Uh, maybe they were getting, you know, rehearsing for Violent J's 50th uh, birthday party, Violent J's 50th annual spring chicken baby boy blowout birthday bash went down last Thursday in Milwaukee. Special guests, Ouija Mac, JCW Wrestling, and many more. I heard that Vampiro was in attendance for this. I saw something about Bone Thugs being at the show, but I ain't seen no footage, so I don't know if that's real or a fucking troll. But it seemed like Violent J's 50th annual baby bitch bl birthday blowout bash from behind was a fucking success. And uh, that's dope, you know? It looked like it was a fucking pack. I did see a little bit of footage from the ICP set. You know, the Fago fucking being thrown around and all that good shit, man. Been a minute since I've seen ICP live, but that shit looked live as fuck. And it looked like Ouija tore that motherfucker down, too. I saw a little bit of footage from Ouija Mac as well. Looked like he tore that shit down. So, yeah. ICP back in effect on Twitch tonight. Violent J's birthday bash was a fucking success. 
At least it looked like it was. And, uh, yeah. Happy fucking birthday to Violent J. That motherfucker is 50. 50 years old. God damn, he's old enough to be my great-great-granddaddy. You know what I mean? That dude old as fuck now. But happy birthday to the Duke of the Wicked himself. One of the best storytellers in hip-hop, period. Violent J. 50. Like, god damn, man. But yeah. Peeps, that shits. And then we got a little bit of DJ Clay news. I don't know if this went... I think it did go under the radar for people, but... And I didn't repost it. I don't like pushing the beef shit out there. I don't know what the story is behind this. But I... But last week, I had posted the flyer for the lineup for Allah Zuli Lose Camp Zul 2. And one of the names on that flyer was Cody Manson. DJ Clay commented on the post. I'm looking for, because I, I had posted, I posted the flyer. And I said, this is the lineup for Camp Zul. Who are you most looking forward to seeing? DJ Clay responded, I'm looking forward to seeing Cody Manson so I could slap the meth out of his mouth. Woo! The fuck did Cody Manson do to DJ Clay? Go peep out my DJ Clay interview. Shout out to Clay. And, you know, hopefully we keep violence to a minimum. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with DJ Clay and Cody Manson. Is it because Cody Manson is the twin of Jason the Sin God? Maybe he's biting his style or some shit. I don't know. But Clay said he gonna smack the meth out of fucking Cody Manson's mouth. And yeah, I'm smiling about it because, I mean, this shit's funny, right? I don't know if he's joking or not. I don't know if this is a fucking, I, I can't think of the term, but yeah, a joke or not. I guess that's good enough. But uh, I was trying to think wrestling term. Uh, a work or not. Yeah, I don't know if it's a work or not from Clay. I guess we'll just have to wait and see if uh, Clay ever runs to Cody Manson and, uh, you know, gives him a good old fucking backhand or not. I don't know. But that shit went under the radar for people. And uh, like I said, I didn't post about it on social media, but we talking about it on the motherfucking podcast because that shit was funny to me. Now, again, I don't, I'm not promoting no violence. Don't want to see the shit. Don't know what the whole fucking that whole situation is about. But man, what is it about? I even asked Clay, what's it about? And he just LOL'd me. God damn it, Clay. But anyway, <laughs> Ouija Mac. Ouija Mac also went on Twitter last week. He said, I, PSA, public service announcement from Ouija motherfucking Mac. He said, I will never collab with none of these closet racist cracker ass rebel flag rappers. You can have a hundred million views and a hundred million dollars, but you will never have the juggalos and you will never have the streets. Again. I don't know who the fuck he's talking about, but we can, you know, we, we see what's going on out here. We, you know, we got a vague idea of what's going on out here. Um for whatever reason, uh, Ouija Mac was compelled to post this tweet. And, uh, you know, he ain't wrong. I'll say that. He definitely ain't wrong. 
and uh, you know, speculate on who who the fuck he's talking about. Like I said, we see motherfuckers out here doing uh you know certain things, and uh, thought it was a little newsworthy because you know ultimately it's fuck your rebel flag, right? Right. Darby O'Trill dropped his new album Gully. Darby O'Trill and Devereaux. Devereaux produced this entire motherfucker. And it's out on all streaming apps as far as I know, except for Apple Music. I'm going to check once again. I checked before the show just to make sure. And I still ain't seen it up on Apple Music. Let me check now. And it is still not there. Don't know why. I did hit up Darby. I said, why is this shit not up on Apple Music? He said he's... Trying to figure that out himself. If you remember, Class had run into an issue with getting his album, uh, Revenge. This is Revenge up on streaming as well. So I don't know if LSP got a fucking problem with the DSPs. LSP versus the DSPs. But I have not heard Gully yet. I still have only heard the singles. I could listen to it on YouTube, but... I don't have the YouTube premium and shit, so the ads and the fucking... You can't listen to it when the app is closed. It's just a pain in the ass. I am looking forward to hearing this album from Darby and Devereaux, though. And it is up on Spotify. It is up on YouTube. It just ain't up on Apple Music yet, but still. Gotta put the word out there. Darby and Devereaux. The album Gully is out now, motherfucker. And you can get hard copies. Don't forget. The Gore Hop Shop, you can get hard copies. So yeah, there's always that that way to listen to it as well. Uh, speaking of fucking Darby, Darby's hitting the road with Insane Poetry and Cody Manson soon. They're booking the tour now. And speaking of Insane Poetry, he posted up on Instagram last week the album cover for his new album. Ah, shit. Violent Art. No word on the release date as of yet, but we got the cover art for Insane Poetry's next album, Violent Art. And the cover art looks fucking fire, man. I mean, IP, a fucking legend. Straight the fuck up. Dude been putting it down for 30 years. And uh, he's just one of those fucking... And he's a killer MC. Dude raps his ass off. So, new artwork for Insane Poetry's Violent Art album dropping sometime soon. And he's hitting the road with Darby O'Trill and Cody Manson. And uh, be on the lookout for that. Darby just got done with the Young Snuff tour. And he's ready to hit the road. Look like look like little Darby getting gonna be a fucking little... Uh, a road warrior on the fucking road all the time, as he fucking should, just like Scum the Gorefather. We talked about him hitting the road. He's actually on the road right now with Light, Hoodoo, and Clay on the Rock the Dock tour. Like, Scum live on the fucking road on tour. So, yeah. Be on the lookout for that shit. And then we got Project Born. Got a new song coming out. June 17th, they got a new single dropping called I Miss My Brother featuring Aunt G. 
This is a dedication single for the great Pint Capone. Rest in peace, little half pint, Pint Capone. And yeah, they got new single dropping. I miss my brother dropping June 17th. Had to get that out there. And that's dope. So be on the lookout for that. And then a little bit of sub noise news. Suburban noise took to Instagram last week. They posted up a picture of Saint Dog. Rest in peace, Saint. And they said, found an old hard drive that had some hidden gems from the homie Saint Dog. He had so much talent. And they posted the spade emoji. So it looks like Suburban Noise is sitting on some long-lost Saint Dog music. And uh, maybe we'll be seeing a release for that shit. I have to imagine they're probably going to be releasing... These, uh, this uh, unreleased Saint Dog stuff at some point. I wonder what, like, at what point these songs were recorded, like what era of Saint Dog these songs are from. But, you know, be interesting to see how that plays out. Rest in peace to fucking Saint Dog, man. The true OG king, the motherfucker that held it down on Royal Highness, held it down on the first hidden stash. Absolutely just fucking dude's a fucking legend. Rest in peace again. Saint Dog, rest in peace to Pacalika. And yeah. Will we see Cottonmouth Kings at the gathering this year? You know, Violent J talked about it, how uh during, what was it, the rise and fall of Cottonmouth Kings on Twitch. I think Bobby B said it best, or or not said it best, but said, like, if anybody could put it together, it'd be you. Nobody else involved. So we we just have to wait and see. Can Violent J get Loke, Richter, Bobby B, pull Daddy X out from the ashes from wherever the fuck he's at? Maybe Dirtball, maybe even Lou Dog. Throw tax man in that motherfucker. I don't know, man. You just have to wait and see. You know? The co- the whole Cottonmouth King has been just so fucking corny and lame that I don't even talk about it. I don't even talk about the moves that are being made on, you know, in the name of Cottonmouth. Just because it's... I don't like it so much, it's just not worth reporting on, you know? Instead of just coming out, just being fucking negative all the time on the shit, just don't talk about it. And that's what the fuck I've been doing. But if anybody could do it, maybe it could be psychopathic. Maybe in the name of Saint, maybe, you know, in memory of Saint and Pakalika. Get together for the fucking the gathering of dreams going down this year. In just a few months, actually. Just have to wait and see couple more releases. There's actually a, a fucking whole shitload of music that dropped this past week. And I know I'm fucking bombarding you guys with new music. But go peep the playlist per usual on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, the Beneath the Dirt Weekly Bumps playlist. If you search it, you'll find it. Follow it. Like it. Whatever the fuck it takes to follow it, do it. Because there's so much music that I won't even talk about 
on this week's episode that actually came out that is on the playlist and that you'll be informed. But a few more releases that did come out. Mad Max's Halloween is over. Finally up on the DSPs. Finally on Spotify. Finally on the Apple Music. YouTube. All that shit. After a couple months, you know, the only way to get it was a direct download from Mad Max. That shit's confusing. People don't like that shit. But if you fucks with the Mad Max, Mad Max's EP, his latest EP, Halloween is over, is up on uh, all the DSPs now. So go peep that. Jaron Benton back with another single. This shit's fire. Don't get it fucked up. Just because I'm waiting to the very end of the episode to talk about it don't mean it ain't fire because the shit is fire. Jaron Benton killed it. He had a feature from Demerick on here. The song is called Frightened, and it's fire, man. Produced by Jaron Benton. Go peep the shit because it's fucking fire. This dude's just going to make a living out of dropping singles for the rest of his career, and I'm not mad at it because, I mean... Most of them are fucking fire. Whitney Payton dropped a new song produced by God Synth. And this song's pretty fucking good as well called Suck It Up. Go peep that shit. Her new album's coming out soon as well. Whitney Payton, God Synth. They've been working together for a long ass time. God Synth, probably most known for his work with Twisted and Magic Ninja Entertainment. But he's been working with Whitney Payton for a long ass time. And then Shakewell. Pray for Shakewell is up on DSPs now via Gray59 Records, Suicide Boys record label. That shit is out now. Go peep it. And a whole bunch of us. We got Hush dropped some new shit this week. Flea Lord dropped some new shit. Mooch dropped an album last week that I didn't know about. Heroin Farms 2 that I still got to dive into. Sea Lance dropped the new track with Sick Jackin and Mad Child. And yeah, whole lot of shit. But we gonna bounce the fuck up out of here. Go follow the Weekly Bumps playlist from Beneath the Dirt. You can find the playlist at BeneathDirt.com. Much love. Thank you for fucking tuning in. I appreciate it. And yeah, if if you're gonna go bump anything, go bump that Zarface album, Zarmageddon. It's fucking fire. That new Gmo Ski is fucking fire as well. Those are probably my top two picks from this week and if you like the wicked shit the best wicked shit that dropped this week was jay reno's respawn fire again thank you for tuning in much fucking love i'm ron bone of the beneath the dirt podcast and until next time i'm out of here thanks